everyone. Welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, back with another episode for you so you know what's going on in our wonderful city of Peoria. We are coming to you from the Amplify studio here in the main library in wonderful downtown Peoria. And as always, I am joined in studio by an amazing guest, and I'm very excited because this morning I am joined by Cameron Beck, who is our arts and culture coordinator, and uh, she is going to be talking about uh, August acoustics and some of the wonderful things that are going on over at our Peoria Center for the Performing Arts. So how are you doing this morning, Cammy? Good. Thank you, Nathaniel. Thank you for having me here this morning. And again, I'm two weeks in a row. I'm joined Yay! by Mary Lou Stevens, <laughs> the director of our Arts, Culture, and Library Services Department. Mary Lou, how are you doing this morning? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. I love that. And thank you again for, for joining us. It's always awesome when you can be in here and help me uh, talk to the guests and always have great information to share as well. So uh, thanks for that. Well, as always, we want to start out with what's going on. And I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who participated in our summer reading program at, at our library. We had a record number of people sign up, uh, and the really cool thing is we had a record number of adults actually sign up this year, which I was really excited. Mary Lou's pointing to herself. She signed up. I signed up. Yes. It's awesome, right? It's, it's so awesome. And there's so so many cool prizes you My can son win. signed up, too. Right? He's super excited to go to a Mercury game. There you go. He got Mercury tickets. Oh, nice. Totally free. I did not get tickets because I work here. All he, all but he my son to do did. is yep. read. All he had to Which do was read. Which he was read. probably going to do anyways. Exactly. Right? So uh, if you didn't sign up this summer, don't worry about it. Uh, we have winter reading that will be coming up. More details to follow in winter reading. But every summer, you can get involved in summer reading. Uh, it doesn't matter what age you are. Zero to 99 and, and past that. You can get involved. All you got to do is track your points uh, and read your 20 minutes a day. And you can enjoy some of the wonderful uh wonderful prizes that are going on uh, with summer reading. But I want to thank everybody who uh, got involved in that and we had record numbers. So we're really looking forward to uh, building on that for next year as well. Uh, also wanted to talk about August acoustics, which we are really going to dive in uh, in just a bit here with Cammie. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week um, and I think three shows now are sold out. Is that correct, Mary Lou, or is it just two still? Do we know for sure? Maybe Cammie I, I, knows. All of the August performances are sold oh, out. Oh my goodness. See, so we're a little little late on this, yeah. but don't fret because we have a surprise coming up. We're going to talk about something called okay, September and, Mix. And, and let's co explain because people are confused by the term sold out on <laughs> yeah. a free concert. <laughs> yes. So understand there's only so many seats in the theater. And so we have to reserve them ahead of time so that we don't have you hanging from the rafters. That is a great point. So, and I appreciate you clarifying yeah. that. Yeah. So that's what it means. It means all the seats are reserved. However, if you want to take a chance and show up on somebody not showing up with their ticket, we, we did get a few people in last night. Some people are no shows on a free concert and we got some last minute show up uh, got into the concert last night. And I night. want to talk a little bit uh, coming up about last night because last night was the first one. I want to talk about that um, coming up. But again, uh, we do have September Mix which is coming up and Cammie's really going to dive into that with us uh, about what that is all about coming up. But uh, August Acoustics going on over at the PCPA those are sold out. They are free. You do have to register but as Mary Lou said, you can always um, come on the off chance that you might be able to get in. Um, the other thing coming up, as I've mentioned, September Mix. And September Mix is very similar to August Acoustics. Uh, it is free shows that happen every single Wednesday. There are four of them 
on uh, in September. So please make sure you get over to the website. You can you can book that at the PCPA website, correct? Or where else can they go for that, Cami? So if they visit um, pureaz.gov slash PCPA, then that will take them to um, the page where we have all of the upcoming PCPA programs listed and, and September Mix will be there. And then um, they actually, there's a link where they actually reserve the tickets, which routes them to the TheaterWorks website. So they can also access it access it at the TheaterWorks website, which is theaterworks.org. Wow. Okay. So, so obviously a couple different ways to do that. So yeah. if you're interested, go check out the information on that. But if you keep listening to this podcast, you're going to get some really in-depth info on September Mix and the entire music series that happens over at the Peoria Center for the Performing Arts. So more to come on that. Uh, also coming up in just a, 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 about a month and a half, a little over seven weeks now, Somos Peoria at the end of September. Uh, we are really moving fast. It's like, you know, we're already into August and before you know it, Somos is going to be here. So make sure you mark that down on your calendar. September 30th is the date for Somos. And uh, as I said last week, Somos is always a blast. So new this year, Somos Peoria is free. Whoa. Whoa. There still is a VIP option. I love this show. Right? I, love I know. This show it's great. Bombs drop. <laughs> bombs drop on this show. Yeah. And you just heard free Somos. Community celebration. Wow. So you can still get a VIP ticket if you want that experience. But anyone in the community, you're welcome to join us to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, it's a great time to celebrate the wonderful Hispanic culture that is uh, in Peoria. And this is your chance to get involved in that. So again, September 30th, Somos Peoria. It is free. You heard that here from Mary Lou Stevens, the Director of Arts culture and library services so don't miss out on that all right so obviously we're we're starting to drift into fall school is is going to be back for uh the peoria students here before you know it um some schools have already gone back into session so we are we are just moving towards fall very fast and you guys all know what happens in the fall that's when things really start to pick up especially with all the events so we will make sure to keep you up to date on all of that coming up but for now we're going to uh, switch gears we're going to come back over to cammy and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the unbelievable things that she is putting together over at the pcpa and some of the work she's doing to be able to provide free uh, music and concert series to to the um to the public so before we do that though cammy if you can start out just kind of telling us a little bit about your journey to peoria how you how you ended up here and a little bit about yourself Sure. So I'm originally from Flagstaff, um, and uh, most of my um, extended family is actually from Arizona. Born in my grandpa was born and raised in Glendale. Oh, wow. um, grew up on a farm, like the whole nine yards. So um, my parents went to Apollo High School. Um, I moved down here after high school and um, ended up kind of going back and forth between Flagstaff and Phoenix a few times. But um, I moved. The last job that I had before I came to Peoria was I was working for um, Arizona Highways Photoscapes, which is kind of like a sister nonprofit um, to Arizona Highways Magazine. So if you're from, oh, okay. if you're an Arizona native, most people know yeah. that publication um, really highlights the beauty of our state and the Southwest. And um, the nonprofit that I was working for um, is was basically an educational nonprofit that helped people elevate their professional photography skills. So, nice. um, yeah. So you're pretty dug in in Arizona then. You have some really deep roots in Arizona. Yeah, That's I very, do. very cool. Yeah, I'm 
I'm a proud Arizona girl. Me too. Yeah. I'm a native. Me too. Yeah. And so it's cool, right? I mean, it's like, I love that we could take pride because Arizona right now, everybody's like, why do I live in Phoenix? I get it. <laughs> we all say that. But you guys, everybody knows that for, you know, there's a good portion of the year where it's just a wonderful, beautiful place to live. And Arizona Highways Magazine, that's actually really cool because that does highlight a lot of the really cool hidden gems that exist throughout Arizona. Yeah, it does. When I started with them, my family was really excited because my my grandparents are, you know, they have my grandpa has lived here his whole life. My grandma came from Arkansas oh, wow. um, after for college, but um, my grandpa he is has been here his whole life and he still loves the publication like their subscribers they, <laughs> they love the magazine I, love that. Um, I think my grandma was actually even featured in an early article um, wow. not long after she moved here from Arkansas she started working for Motorola oh, and yep. that was one of the like major employers that at the time was it was plant. kind of like yeah. cu- cutting edge stuff at the time and so she was in the um, in the room where they were like actually fusing wires and stuff and there like weren't a, a lot static of, room yes yeah. yeah very cool and so Eric Arizona Highways came and did an article, and she was actually in it. That's so really cool. It's kind of cool. I, my, one of my buddy's dads worked for Motorola for a lot of years, and I remember that that plan out in the East Valley was a big deal. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. So I yeah. love the roots. You, yeah. you definitely are dug in, and obviously you make your way over to Peoria, yep. and now you're the arts and culture coordinator. Yeah. And uh, what do you do with where do you do with that job? What what's going on with that? So. It's a lot of different things, <laughs> um, but I, I do a lot of the logistics and the event planning for um, the programming that we do, all the all the events and some of our, um, obviously, music programming and things like that, um, but I've also kind of taken on the role of um, being kind of the point person for marketing and social media for our department and just kind of the the liaison person between our department and the office of communications and um, working on our messaging and our programming and just how we present to our our citizens. Yeah, and you yeah. do a great job of that, by the way. Thank you're you. really on top of it. And uh, we've been at many, uh, you know, special events together, and you're always out there. You're always shooting pictures, <laughs> doing interviews for cameras, for channel whatever, yeah. 10, 12, whatever is out there. So yeah. you always do a great job of that as well. So thank you. It's a little out of my comfort zone when <laughs> I first started, but Mary Lou has encouraged me to step into that role, and it's actually been a great opportunity. So I'm very she's thankful a natural. For that. Yeah. Yeah, she She's is. a natural. <laughs> Thank well, you. And, and obviously you've uh, you've taken that and you've started to really um, you've really worked hard at getting some some really, uh, you know, solid things that have, you know, year after year, we're starting to see them, you know, happen And August acoustics is one of those. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about that because this was kind of, you know, I don't think kind of I think this was your baby this was your brainchild that that you came with and tell us a little bit about how this kind of started how the august acoustics got it because this is the second year correct for yes. august acoustics so yep. how did this all start well it it kind of started um you know when we decided to do the first round last year um theater works is the resident tenant at the peoria center for the performing arts but and they have their programming that you know last year long but um while those productions have um in between those productions and and some of the open dates for the theater space um those are open for the city of peoria to offer programming and so um as we were just kind of uh brainstorming 
brainstorming ideas of things that we could put in there, um, a variety of different things. We actually, this last year, we did a variety of different performances. We did playback theater. We did um, more cabaret-type style performances. Um, but we kind of decided to hone in on um, offering a music series, which then ended up growing to a couple of different right. music series just because they, um, they ended up being successful people responded to him that the seats were being reserved and um it's free so i feel like music is that one thing that you can offer people that it's it's like the language of the soul everybody yeah. gets it you know and well and um i so i think it's just like a, it was a welcome addition to the audience that was already there and also an opportunity to bring in new audiences which is why i thought the august acoustics was a good um, genre to kind of pursue just because we don't have a lot of that in the West Valley. And, um, I personally love, um, acoustic music. I grew up playing the violin. Um, I come from a very musical family. My dad plays the banjo. My uncle plays the guitar and the mandolin. Wow. They got um, a full band over there. Full <laughs> yeah. band over at I, I know, House. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know, I know where you're going with this. I'm, I'm just thinking like the, the, the Beck family orchestra. What is the, the Von Trapp? Von Trapp. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this There's is the so Beck many, family. Yeah. Right. right? I mean, yeah. this, this is uh, amazing. And I, and I, yeah. I think you had, had said to me when we were t talking a little bit about this that mm -hmm. it's your passion for music that really kind of drives this and had, had had driven you to really create this series yeah I love music all music um and I think like I said August Acoustics I just I've noticed living in the West Valley and being a West Valley resident that there really is an opportunities for um folk and bluegrass music yeah. you really you have to go other places Flagstaff it's huge that's where I'm from um it's also really big in Tucson um, but there are not a lot of opportunities in West Valley, but even Phoenix. Um, right. So I felt like, oh, let's try something different. And, you know, I the reason I think that folk and acoustic music is kind of, it can be appreciated by so many is because although it's traditional and, you know, um, even people who aren't necessarily into country music or, you know, kind of more traditional acoustic music like this, um, the baseline of folk and bluegrass music is really storytelling. Yeah. You know, oh, it's well, so, well, that's well put. And that's so true. Right. It's so connected to storytelling. I feel like when you go to the, to these types of shows and last year just kind of reaffirmed for me that, you know, these performers, like every, after every song, they have a story to tell about, the next song they're leading into mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it just gives you like a really deep appreciation for the songwriting and and just the art of storytelling and music together so i love that i think that's yeah. amazing right? you know the other great thing about this is that it is highlighting the incredible talent that we have and i'll say local meaning statewide right yep. you know because to cammy's point there isn't a lot of this type of music in the west valley so we got to bring it here and then we have these artists come and they're like Wow, I didn't even know this place existed in Peoria. <laughs> yeah. This is a beautiful It is a great theater, facility right? for that, and too. And mm -hmm. last night, it was funny, our, our duo from last night was from Tucson. Yeah. And they apparently hit some bad traffic on the 10, and they were a little stressed because they got here an hour later than they had oh, anticipated okay. for their load-in. And I was talking to our stage manager out at the theater, and she said, but they were so gracious and so nice and so excited about being here and they love the facility and they love and of course our staff at theater works treats them very well 
So how great is it that we can be a haven for artists to come and perform in Peoria? Yeah, yes. and to get an artist <laughs> to come up from Tucson is it's amazing. And, and speaking of that, so mm-hmm. let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah. How did last night go? How What was the crowd like? What was the, the vibe? Yeah. It was great. Um, I will say that, so last year we held this series in the Guider Theater, and obviously there were more, um, there's more seats available mm-hmm. in that, and so... Um, for us to be able to do August Acoustics again this year, um, we needed to utilize the Macmillan, um, just from what TheaterWorks has already programmed for August in in the bigger theater. So it's a smaller space, and that's kind of why we jumped on the um, to try to plug the August Acoustics unplugged quote <laughs> quote right, yes. unplugged. Um, it's because it, we wanted to s- still offer the series, um, even though we, we are working with a smaller space, but do a more all the groups we program this year are either duos or trios. So smaller groups um, that give you just like a more intimate experience. Um, it's a, definitely a, a, a little bit different energy and different atmosphere, but also still very cool. You get yeah. to be very close. Um, and I think the artists feel that too. So they kind of, you know, last night it, several times um, it was Sophia and her brother Connor Rankin. Um, they commented like how they felt like they were already friends with the audience because we're all right there, right? You get that right? feeling. You yeah. do get that feeling in that spot. It's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. So um, there was actually some other programming going on at the same time. So um, I'll talk a little bit more about tips on parking and and <laughs> because I know we'll get that, questions. That's a and good one. Here's good my one. golden opportunity to share that information with the people. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll touch on that later. But um, yeah, so I think for, for the first performance of this series this year and being in um, the Macmillan, which is the smaller theater, mm-hmm. I think it was really successful. Um, Connor and Sophia were just incredibly talented. Um, they were gracious and professional and they thanked Peoria profusely and all the people who were there. So they really just, um, even at their level and their talent, they were just very, um, grateful that we invited them to come to Peoria and perform. So I loved that. And, um, again, so much storytelling, every song, um, Sophia is the writer pretty much for their group. Yeah. And she's, they're actually a part of a larger band called Sophia Rankin and the sound. And so, um, they're a larger band and they actually swing a little bit more towards folk rock, a little more contemporary. Um, but they did this kind of broken down set with just her and her brother for us, which they do at some other places. Um, they've performed at Desert Botanical Gardens. I think her group has even been at the MIM before. Um, so they've done some other things around the Valley, um, with a smaller set and with the, with the large band, but, um, yeah, it was just wonderful to have them in just the two of them. And the brother sister dynamic is just very oh, cool I bet too. That's fun. The mom I bet and dad that's fun. were front row wearing <laughs> wearing their shirts and I talked to the mom afterwards that's and said great. it was almost as fun just watching the two of you. Like they go to every show and yeah. they were still just like enamored like with their children's talent and it that's was just cool. like it was really cool that's to see. Sweet. So I love that there was that family connection. You could totally see it in their performances. You could tell that they were just dialed in and totally connected. And um, it was a great performance. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And, you know, as we said, obviously, uh, uh, August Acoustics is is all the, the performances have been booked. There's still a possibility, as Mary Lou, if you, Mary Lou said, if you want to show up, yeah. you might get a cancellation. Um, but let's shift a little bit more towards the uh, September mix, because this is new. Uh-huh. Um, so... Talk a little bit about September Mix. How did this come about and what can people expect from September Mix? 
So with September Mix, it was, um, like I said, one of those opportunities where we saw that music series, um, our Global Sound series, which we can talk a little bit more later, but Global Sounds was also a, a really successful series that we finished back in June. And it was a one performance a month starting in January. Mm-hmm. Um, international Music and Dance, and that was very successful. August Acoustics had a great first run last year, and so... Um, we said, let's just, let's throw another music mix. People are liking them. It's something free that you can go to on a Wednesday night, grab some wine or beer from the PCPA concession, just come in and just chill out and listen to some really good music. So we wanted to offer something. The reason it's called September mix is because we wanted it to be, have something for everyone. So it's a, it's a, the four performances are all very different groups. There's no particular theme to it, but it's kind of like, how can we meet? everyone's tastes in one series you know so or at least at least a good portion of it what are the different genres that you have going then so we'll have a blues band the okay. sugar thieves they're, they're going to open the series on september 6th and then we have a local indie rock band a young group of um of guys they're called the significant others on september 13th <laughs> nice. yes of course they have to have a very trendy name of like course, that too right indie rock band. exactly what you do. they just gotta pick something <laughs> cool and um and then on september 20th we'll have a band called nola's and their new new orleans groove and soul oh, so okay. super we, we've fun. had them we had them at a vistancia event once they okay. are amazing nice they had the crowd going yeah, Incredible. I like to bring in ones. I think it's good to have ones that bring the energy like that. You, got yeah. it, you know what right? I mean? Yes. It's like, yeah. Um, and then the last band was actually a find by Mary Lou, a very good find. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they are called Fayuca, and they're a Latin reggae rock fusion band. Yeah, they really have their own about, vibe. She yeah. talked about it last week, and I was like, I was intrigued by that. It's very, very cool. Very, yeah. Very I cannot different. get over how they sucked in the crowd immediately. First note, and everyone was into it. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. That's that's amazing. And you know, they actually um they have a they have a big following. They have a big um social media presence. They have a, a large following on there. Um and I think they kind of they definitely have their um made their mark in California, LA area too, from oh, from what cool. I was reading in their in their bio. But yeah, they are um they're really cool. I I'm excited about them because they offer something really different. Yeah. And I think hi also up the energy, which is a little different in, you know, at the PCPA. But I think that last year we learned that we can put stuff like that in there and people can still enjoy it. You don't necessarily have to be dancing or like no, out at a, no, you yeah, know, you're right. it's um, people just really uh, respect the talent and appreciate that energy that they bring. So I think um, the lineup is solid and it offers a lot so and this will also be in the smaller theater or is this going to be in this will actually be in the guider so, so it will be in be the bigger one because these are not broken down these are going to be more of that band feel right exactly so it's a little bit more bigger yeah. bigger sound need need more so again it's a and i the reason i like that and i'll tell you because it's again it's a different experience yeah um if you've ever been to the peoria center for the performing arts and have been in the smaller theater 
it is very intimate and i think what you're doing with august acoustics is really cool i played in that room you do feel like you're part of the you feel they're singing back to you it's a totally different feel than being on the main stage so i love that you're mixing it up there and doing it and no pun intended with the september mix but i like the mix i like the different sound that you get from being in the bigger theater as yeah, well. yeah yeah it is a different sound i will say that too like the music sounded different in um in the mcmillan box yesterday it's just yeah. it was just a totally different experience but both really cool but Very also cool. let's be clear that when we say bigger and smaller like our <laughs> Our quote big theater is also very intimate. Yes, it it's, is. It's 250 seats. It's an incredibly good rake. So you have no bad seat in the house. Right. And the acoustics in there are no, fantastic. It's, it's a great. So it's a great space. Both for, are very good that. experiences. They're they're very different, but um, yeah, I'm I'm thrilled with the different types of music and dance that we also brought yeah. through in Global Sounds. I know Cammy will talk about that, but it's bringing bringing entertainment to the West Valley that we have never seen here. Yeah, so and I, I want to talk a little bit about Global Sounds because this is all kind of a connected music series that you're doing. You have August Acoustics, really, that's kicked off the, the, the uh, I'll say fall. We can say fall, even though it's August. And then you bring in the September mix. And then um, you also, you know, over here, we have concerts in the courtyard that will be happening um, at the after the new year. And then you also have brought in Global Sounds. You You also do music in the park. Right, as yep. well. Music in March. Music yep. in March, which is at Paloma. Yep. All of these are really interconnected as part of a music series. And I want to make sure I reiterate free music series yeah. that you have worked really, really hard to kind of just have this connectivity. Yeah. I mean, I can't take the, all the credit. It's my sure whole team. Sure you can, Cammie. Take, take all the credit. It's my whole team. No way. <laughs> They're not even here. Mary Lou won't in. Just, just take uh, it out. No, I, I'm kidding. Obviously, yeah. it, it takes a team. But yeah. you... but. The department, the arts department yes. has really been very deliberate in, yeah. in making this connection all the way through. It's really amazing. Yeah. I think also um, one thing that people need to realize is our Peoria Center for the Performing Arts has been there since 2007, and it was originally slated as the home of Theater Works. Right. And something to be very proud of, Theater Works has an incredible legacy in Peoria and the West Valley and regionally, quite frankly. Um, but part of our arrangement uh, with the PCPA, which is a city-owned building, is that the city has a obligation to have programming right. there as well. So we don't want to replicate what TheaterWorks is already doing well. You yeah. do, there is an obligation, but not not necessarily to do it for free, which is Fair. what you've been Fair doing. Point. And I think and, that's, and that's what's really cool. That's, that's a, a, a specific uh, direction that we've taken because we want to remove as many barriers as possible. And when Cammie talks about parking, we hope that that'll help you remove we, a parking barrier. We are coming to that. We are coming to that momentarily. I, I do want to get to that before we run out of time. But uh, Cammie, talk a little bit about this connectivity that's going on with all of these, all these music series that you're doing. Yeah. Well, I think Mary Lou touched on a lot of it. I mean, it's it's removing barriers for people and making the arts, specifically music, accessible to everyone. It's free. Um, it's a variety of different experiences. Global Sounds was a great opportunity to really hone into providing cultural experiences right. for our for Peoria residents and and Valley residents in general anyone um but we featured so many amazing um groups that I feel like unless you're going to the MIM 
Right. You know, in one part of town, you're not going to get those experiences and you're definitely not getting them for free. So, (laughs) yeah. Well put. Yeah. That's exactly right. uh, um, Some of the people we had on the lineup for Global Sounds last year um, have performed at the MIM, um, which is for them, that's like, that's a high honor. I mean, the MIM is a very cool venue. And And hard to get into to play, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. And we brought them to Peoria. So I think it's just, um, it's very cool. So we're just trying to, like I said, provide these um, experiences in the arts, specifically music, for free to everyone um, and trying to provide that with a variety so that like we're touching people in ways that they might not have had an opportunity um, elsewhere. Yeah. So. And and I think it's it's really amazing what you've done uh, with this and, and bringing this in and what the team has done. I'll say the team has done a great job. And as I said, very deliberate in making sure that this is a, an experience that everybody can take part in. And it's obviously a success. Um, you're having each show that's being sold out. And obviously we say sold out, but it's being fully registered. Yep. Um, and, and that shows that there is such a, a tremendous um, want from the community to continue to see this. So again, if you're interested in the September mix, make sure you go on now because can they can they go on yet for September mix and register? The tickets for September mix. So I'm glad you asked that question because we are um, offering the tickets a little bit different than what we did last year. Okay. So last year the tickets were just open. Um, once we announced the series performances, um, tickets for each performances were open all at one time. Um, this year we're staggering the release of tickets so that the there it the tickets will open a month before the performance. And so um, I actually have the dates for the September tickets. Next week will be the start of um, next Wednesday is when the first performance um, tickets for September mix will be available. available. And then the following Wednesday is for the second performance all the way down through the month. So So make sure um, you're checking back to the website to make sure you you can register. But again, doing that assures you a ticket. You don't have to kind of come with the fingers crossed method. Yep. Um, you want to make sure that you, you reserve those tickets and, and, and take part in, what, in what's going on because it, it's quite amazing. So with that being said, you got to give the secret to the parking. What is the, the <laughs> yes. secret parking handshake that people need to right? know? <laughs> I know. So there is parking. Um, obviously, the PCPA has a small parking lot. Um, very, most very of those small. are ADA, I believe, ADA um, parking spots, yes. though. So Don't um, plan on those. <laughs> yes. But any of the, the parking spots that are along Washington Street... Um, um, right in front of Osuna Park leading up to the PCPA. Those are available on both sides. Um, and then also there is a whole lot on the corner of 83rd Drive and Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's a short walk from there. It's just yeah, across the street. Just right yeah. across the street. Yeah. And I would say, you know, for me, whenever I go over there, it's plan early, right? Try to get there a little early. It's also great too, because you get there early, you can go have a cocktail, you can have a drink or something, whatever you want to do. But it's nice to, to get there, especially when the weather's good. You can have a drink, you can kind of enjoy the, the atmosphere before you go into the show. So yeah. definitely get there early. But yep. yeah, thanks for bringing the parking up because it always is that's it's not the the best parking there but there's enough right there's enough for everybody so there is and that that lot on 83rd avenue it's right there but it gets it gets overlooked people don't see it so i'm gonna have an a-frame out there that says parking so i parked in that lot last night and there were there were only like eight cars in there and there's a lot of empty spaces so i i think you're right people just don't visually see it so there's the secret handshake information that's the lot the the lot go to the lot you will save yourself a lot of time and it's really just a short walk yes so 
Very yeah. cool. Well, uh, Cammy, thanks so much for for joining me and and Mary Lou today to talk about this wonderful series and uh, this this kind of interconnected music series that you have really throughout the entire year. And it I was really going to mention, if you haven't already, check out her uh, the reels that Cammy put on Instagram last night. Oh, because nice. if you missed the concert, there are some great reels on there with um, Sophia and Connor performing. And they're just phenomenal. They're just so good. And so you can check that out and follow us there for more information. And what is the uh, information on that Instagram? Um, our, our Instagram and Facebook pages are both at Peoria AZ Arts. So okay. you can follow us at Peoria AZ Arts. And um, we are, we're also, we have an, a satisfaction survey for the events too. And that can be accessed on our link tree, which is um, connected to both our Facebook and Instagram pages. It's, it's notated right when you open it. It says events satisfaction survey, August acoustics. And just let us know how you like the, the performances or what you don't like and what yeah. maybe we could look at for doing better. Um, just the whole experience overall. So we would like to get some feedback. Um, take the survey. Yeah. And yeah. it's always a good, that's, it's your opportunity to give feedback. And speaking of that great transition, thank you, Cammie, mm -hmm. uh, for this show, if you want to give feedback on the podcast or you want to, to, um, ask questions to me or have specific guests on email me at what's up Peoria at PeoriaAZ.gov. That's what's up Peoria, all one word at PeoriaAZ.gov. Uh, email us and let us know what you think. I want to remind everybody that you can um, download this podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We are on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Um, we are on pretty much every platform. I want to thank all of you that continue every single week to download and listen to the uh, podcast. As we say goodbye today, I want to thank Cami. Thank you so much for joining me in studio and Mary Lou in studio to talk about this music series. We really appreciate it. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share on it. Always, so, always. You. Mary Lou, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you, Nathaniel. All right. Well, uh, again, another uh, wonderful episode wrapped up and another great chance for you to get good information. Um, and that's what we try to do on, on this show is to bring in guests that will give you the background information just like Cammie did today. And uh, that arts culture team over there is doing a great job. All the special events that they put together. And let me tell you, folks. We have a good leader. Yeah. <laughs> That really, is true. Really good. We do have a good leader, but I will tell you something about that arts crew over there and special events team. It's not very many people and <laughs> you wouldn't know it. They are, they are small, but they are certainly mighty and they do an awesome job. So Cammy, kudos to you Thank and you. obviously Bill and, and his team, they do a great job. And I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to uh, the staff at Theater Works That's just as well. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. very good. <laughs> they, uh, Thank you, Theater Works. Yeah, they really um, support all of our efforts and being our managing tenant at the facility. They make sure things like lights and sound and, you know, <laughs> yeah. box office all happen. So uh, Theater Works, thank you for being awesome. Yeah, and if you haven't been out there, get out there. Theater works themselves. They do great productions. Uh, they are always a spot on with what okay, they're doing. Okay, give them another shout out because they're doing Mary Poppins. They I was going to say Poppins, that Mary Poppins is going to be so good. They, yeah, they they just wrapped up um, Newsies, Newsies, my all time which, favorite. Yeah, uh, if you haven't been out to the PCPA, do that. And what's really cool is if you go to a show there, they always ask it at the beginning of every curtain speech if this is your first time so you get to raise your hand and say it's your first time so get out there and enjoy <laughs> the enjoy the show it is a lot of fun but again i want to thank cammy and mary lou for joining me today and until next time this is what's up peoria